0: I have had a lot of time to like kind of live with whatever stories I entail in this episode. Yeah. So I'm, I'm in a good place now. And so like, that's why I feel comfortable talking about this story, but I hope that other people listening to this, I hope that they can gain some kind of confidence from it and are able to talk about it if they haven't already talked about it before or handle it in a different, better, healthier way for themselves. Welcome back. Welcome back (laughs) to another episode of of It's It's for for the the Table. table. We are the women of It's for the Table, and we're here to share a little something. Oh, oh, we're here to bring a little something for everybody. That's right, to this table. We're here to share our experiences as authentically as we would at a Sunday brunch with each other. Unafraid to shine a light on topics otherwise kept in the dark. We're unapologetic, a little bit messy, but so ready to own our stories. So ready. Take an hour take off your bra if if you're wearing wearing one one. grab your drink right now gabby and i have nothing yeah we wish we had a coffee right now (laughs) we're sober birds (laughs) (laughs) and take an hour and let's be
1: heard together
0: together
1: If you missed it, last week was episode 29 and it was called New Traditions, Who This? Where we broke down all the traditions that uh, society has taught us, um, all the traditions that are passed down through family or culture and really dove into what they mean and where they came from and just really sharing the idea of making new traditions for yourself and, you know, the things that you were taught and learn doesn't always have to be what you end up doing. So definitely check that out also we are on social media we are on instagram and twitter at it's for the table we also have a facebook page please like that and if you would be ever so kindly to (laughs) please leave us a review on any of our podcast uh platforms whether it's whether you use apple podbean um or spotify it would mean the world to us and before we get into this week's episode We just want to give a little disclaimer that, you know, the topics that we'll be talking about this week is sensitive. Um, It involves rape culture, uh, sexual abuse. Um, So please, you know, listen at your own discretion. Um, So we did want to give that fair warning. Yeah.
0: So with that being said, um, this week we are going to be talking about sexual assault. And I think that this is an extremely important topic to discuss, not only because we are women in today's society, but because we know that so many other women and men and children face us uh, all a yeah. lot, a lot more than we could ever right. even understand. And also to so many different degrees too. Yeah, oh, yeah exactly. Um, we, part of our motto of doing this podcast is that we are talking about subjects that most people don't talk about and i think this is a very prominent and important one to yeah. hit home with so um if you're not familiar with the me too movement please check out any of the outlets on any kind of media platform it was a hu- huge movement started by someone in 2006 and Alyssa milano followed it up uh, about five-ish years later yeah and the tweet went viral so all of these women were that were also experienced sexual assault Hashtag me too. And so that's where we're going to be picking back off of. Yeah. So to define sexual assault, it is a behavior categorized by the making of unwelcome and inappropriate sexual remarks or physical advances in a workplace or other professional or social situations. So that's attempted rape, actual rape, unwanted, force, force touching. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's for any degree of
1: that too like that's we're like talking verbal abuse at like yeah, everything even something as it's crazy to say that something so minuscule but like i think for women we think of it on this also happens to men but i think in, in general for women it's so it's so small in the rate of or even something such as like catcalling yeah. how often do you experience catcalling that it's so common that you don't even think twice about you, it you don't right it's but normal. like that's that's a, f- a form of that that somebody feels that they have the right to talk to you like that um but you know we're going to be diving into a lot of these different topics uh, revolving around sexual abuse and obviously like Alyssa said the me too movement but before we dive into that we just thought it was so important to really address the powerful and motivational and inspirational things that women are doing all over the world um today And how important women are and, you know, what they're striving to do to make change. First of all, we just need to make noise and some snaps for the first woman of color to be the first vice president-elect. Yeah. And that is amazing. But we also have other achievements. We have Sarah McBride. She's the first transgender state senate um, of Delaware. We have Cori Bush, the first black woman to represent Missouri in Congress. Let's talk about some CEOs. We have Whitney Hurd. She is the CEO of the very, very popular dating app Bumble. Okay, Whitney. She is only 30 years old, and her company is valued at almost $300 million. Okay, Bumble. Go, Whitney. (laughs) Um, Also, YouTube. Everybody knows YouTube um ceo susan would watch us watch it her, i can't pronounce her last name i'm gonna butcher it <laughs> I'm really we're just gonna
0: i know we're just gonna pronounce susan w that's also why i didn't say the name of the woman who started the me too movement i can't pronounce it and it's okay but we'll I'm definitely sorry. add her
1: in the link but anyways you know youtube is val- valued at over 500 million dollars and it's you know run by a, a woman which i think is amazing another thing let's talk about women in science nita patel she's the director of antibody and vaccine development and she's currently running an all-female badass team that is working to create a viable vaccine for covid 19 okay science okay science we see you so you know it's, it's just amazing to read and see women um doing very inspirational things and and kind of making moves
0: it was important for us to highlight that in the beginning of this episode for because sure. we do want to showcase how far women have come, how much they do and in, in, to help everybody in society, all the accomplishments that they've worked towards throughout their lives and the amazing achievements and the money that is behind all of them. And right. it, it's incredible. But with all of that, just being a woman myself and knowing what they, what being a woman experiences on like behind the scenes. So they do so much. But they, like, suppress even more. Right. And, and, like, all that they have to, like, kind of get through just to even get to a, a, a small step in their big journey For is, sure. is insane. And the fact that, like, nobody talks about it.
1: Right. And usually women's stories, especially when it comes to news, are highlighted in such a negative realm of, yeah. you know, things that have happened to them on a negative sense versus, like, the amazing achievements that they've
0: done beforehand. Um, like I'm tripping up on my words right now. Like I can't even get like my thoughts <laughs> process cause, like this. I'm like uncomfortable, and I'm I, I don't right. like that I'm uncomfortable talking about these things because this is something that should be more normalized. So that's why we're talking about it. But right, like I even when that today we're recording. This was our whole day to record. We had the entire day planned out, mapped out to map out this episode, and prep for it. And I came up to Gabby and was like, Yo. Like, do you think we should still be doing this? Yeah. Like, is it something that we should be talking about? Yeah.
1: And we, and, and you should have seen like the energy during this brainstorm. We were like, yes, we should highlight this mo- woman. We have to talk about this statistic. We have to bring this up. And it's like all of this, all this information that is so important and so valued for women and other, and even men to understand and realize that that happens on a daily. But still there's some kind of like weird feeling of like, should we talk about this? Should we not? Like, it's different when it's personal.
0: Yeah. Because like we've experienced so much of what we're going to be talking about. So this isn't us just talking about other women going through it. It's like personal experiences I- it's too. It's us.
1: Absolutely. It hits different. It's us too. It's us, t- it's us too. <laughs> um. So obviously, you know, getting over the trauma is all about speaking your truth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, mm-hmm. you know, we w- obviously wanted to talk about this topic, um, but we also wanted to relate some personal I guess, instances that happen to us.
0: Yeah. So uh, talking, speaking your truth and like reliving your trauma in the healthy sense to talk about it. That's one of the first things that my therapist taught me how to do because she, because I just wanted to get over so much when I first went to her and she says, you know how you get over your trauma? You speak about it. And that's kind of how you take your power back. Ugh, so, easier said than done. <laughs> I <And> so like, <laughs> I, I, I've had a lot of time to like kind of live with whatever stories I entail in this episode. Yeah. So I'm, I'm in a good place now. And so like that's why I feel comfortable talking about this story. But I hope that other people listening to this, I hope that they can gain some kind of confidence from it and are able to talk about it if they haven't already talked about it before or handle it in a different, yeah. better, healthier way for themselves. So do you want to open up? Yeah, about, I feel like. Well, I feel like do you want I'm to like, open up about I, a I just personal story? So, like, <laughs> sorry,
1: <laughs> we're really comfortable if you can hear us. Very very comfortable.
0: So in high school, I think I was about 15. I was still a virgin. So when I was quote unquote talking to somebody, because that's what it was called, that yeah. you didn't have boyfriends or girlfriends, yeah. so when I was talking to somebody. Um, they asked me to come over because his parents weren't there so I said yes I was like sure that'd be fun it's like you still like the boy like you're just like and that's like so you're 15 yeah and I'm like fuck yeah I have no parents that's awesome (laughs) so uh, in that moment I was asked to have sex and I said no because I was really nervous and still a virgin and I didn't want to have it that way but I was open I, I did I was open to other things so because there was some leverage over me because I said no in that instance I had him send out a naked picture of me to literally everybody horrible i was 15 and i i didn't i I didn't go to any teacher i didn't go to my parents i was so mortified that everybody that i was that i grew up with in the neighborhood right like like saw a naked picture of my 15 year old body and oh my god that makes (laughs) me throw (laughs) up that's horrible it's disgusting like thinking back now but just because i said because like i also like blamed myself because was it fucking stupid to send a naked picture? Yeah. Yeah, but you were 000%. also 15. You were young. And, and I'm like, I, I, I don't want to use this as an excuse, but everybody was doing it. Pictures were like a thing back yeah. then. Um, But uh, just because I said yes to going over his house doesn't mean I said yes to anything else. To him sending pictures. Right. And just because I sent a picture doesn't mean I said yes to him sending it out. I right. also never even confronted him to that degree. I acted like it never happened. Yeah. And like... I don't know if anybody has heard recently, but the,
1: um, she's a very well-known um, actress and model. Emily uh, Radachowski, Rada I think is how you pronounce yeah, it. we suck at names. <sighs> just, I mean, it's, really, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hard last suck name to words. pronounce. But I'm sure everybody knows her. You can also follow her on Instagram at MRada. Like She's well-known. But she just published um, a story, an article about herself called buying myself back where she was working with a fashion, uh, a, a well-known fashion photographer in New York and LA. And she w- ended up working in with him at a very young age and kind of like you wasn't really, you know, you don't know what you're doing. Right. And, um, he had all these very, um, r- risque photos of her. Like she was topless, right? Like, you know, the whole fashion thing, you're topless, you're naked, you're trying on clothes, things in that very, whatever. And, that was almost like 10 years ago, I think. And this photographer just last year decided to publish a book on on her nudes oh, that he took of back. her. And her whole thing was like, why would you publish? Yes, I know you took photos of me and technically like those photos are owned by him. But he published his book without her permission, without her knowledge. And this is like 10 years after. Now she's like happily married and going to have a kid and like... It, it, from from her perspective it was like why do i have to why am i fighting for my privacy like mm-hmm. why am i fighting to shut somebody up about my body mm-hmm. and it's so sad that you know people think that they that have that kind of power um on another human being i mean it's 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 even like we said in the beginning of this episode it's a, it's as simple as cat who the fuck do you think you are to talk to me like that i know
0: like i said like i there's so many arguments out there like oh like wh- right. why did she trust him why did she right. uh, why did she believe that he wasn't going to do anything why well, was she naked I, which
1: i think that's frustrating because she did get a lot of hate for that because she is i mean if if you know who she is she's a she's gorgeous hot as fuck. she's a yes. gorgeous model and she does a lot of very uh, ris- um very yeah risk risque and over sexualized um brand commercials and and model shoots and and photo shoots and all that stuff but like that also doesn't mean that she wants a book published about her without her permission. Like, I just think it's funny because some people were using that exa- that example right. where they're like, "Well, she already does it for a living. Like, who like cares? What's a big deal? Right? Because
0: well, it wasn't her choice. Like, right? And all like making decisions like that, whether no matter how stupid they can be, I don't think they should cost you your privacy or your dignity or right. uh, to the extreme your virginity. Oh like, my you know god! hundred percent. I mean? like, like, she
1: didn't say yes to that. Right? She didn't say yes, and and it's just. It's an invasion of privacy, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and those photos were taken 10 years ago. So like, I mean, I think about myself a year ago and I'm like, I'm not the same person. I can't imagine like almost 10 years ago. Where you're like, wow,
0: the dumb fucking shit and situations <laughs> I put myself in and that I agreed to because like, also this wasn't, it's not like Instagram and Snapchat were a huge thing, but like my space was, and so like posting pictures on my right. like, I I remember like posting pictures, like in my bra, like with my, oh my best gosh. friend at the time. Who, like, who does that fucking
1: shit? A, 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 a young girl a who young gets gr- access
0: to the internet. A y- especially, yes. You know? Like, and that's the truth. When there's already self-worth issues out there and you think you have to do something to prove yourself. Sur- prove yourself, yeah, you know. there's a lot of confidence right. issues, obviously, in that. But it's like, I didn't know any better. Isn't that crazy stupid. we
1: think, like, I, we talk about that in situations, like, back in, like, like the MySpace days, right? Yeah. And then nowadays it's, like, Instagram and social oh. media is, like, I mean, people make six figures or more off of pictures of themselves that they put on Instagram, and it's like that's what our society is today. It's all about that, like
0: maybe that like maybe that's better if it not if not if it didn't make it worse like before like hey, it was I'm so not, scandalous. I'm not
1: saying don't get your money off of yeah, no. an influencer post. What I'm saying is that there are so many young women that are influenced, even young men that are influenced by that like the ease of taking a right. really sexy photo of yourself and posting it online and thinking that no one else is going to,
0: I appreciate that that is getting more normalized though. Like no, taking, for sure. Posting for sure. pictures of what you want as opposed to somebody you have. Cause like if it's not normalized, that means somebody has the power over it. I right. can do what they want with it. For sure. If That makes sense.
1: Yeah. I know what you mean. It's so funny. Cause they, they did this, this like, I think it was like a, whether it was a TikTok trend or some kind of social media trend where somebody asked a question, Somebody, like, asked a question on their page and was, like, what would you do if men didn't exist in the world? Uh-huh. And it was directed towards only women. And, oh, my God, people were, com- like, somebody was, like, I would walk in the park at night. Ha! Huh. I would listen to music <laughs> with my headphones on in the subway. Like, it was just, like, things that you're, like, oh, right, like, women genuinely can't do that normally. Wow. It was, cra- it was so crazy, like, because you wouldn't think of it that way. I and probably- then when you hear what people are writing, you're, like, you're right. You can't walk in the park at night alone. If I probably you... wouldn't
0: wear a bra ever, ever. You feel like you have to wear a bra because God forbid you like see a nipple through a shirt, and that's or God forbid they catch cleavage. God forbid. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: I thought that was just like such a crazy like perspective, and you know I th- I think that this type of behavior isn't just in like relationships and you know the typical bar encounter or mm-hmm. nightlife encounter like this shit happens like in the workplace too which is even scarier
0: Every everywhere
1: right like I remember a situation where I was on assignment and I was um doing an editorial feature on this new restaurant
0: that just opened in Philadelphia
1: and How it was old like I think I was 22 okay 21 or 22 and um
0: so just starting off in your
1: photography yeah career. for sure for sure and you know it was like it was like nothing to me. Like I, I knew what I was doing. It was just another day of meeting somebody getting to know them and their business and then featuring them and photographing them and whether it was their shop or what they're selling, what they're making, anything like that. And it was this very well-known chef. So I went to go meet him and I met him and I met the uh, host that worked there. And I met his like sous chef and you know, the chef was like, all right, I'm going to go prepare what you need to photograph, blah, blah, blah. Um, We're just going to call them Steve and Mike. Steve and Mike are going to show you around. Um, You know, they're going to show you around the rest of the restaurant. I needed to take pictures of anything else, blah, blah, blah. And I remember them talking to me. And I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, so fun. It's so nice. They're being so nice to me and showing me around. And it wasn't until we finished the tour, and I remember we – they showed me, like, the basement where they kept all their, like, really high-end fridges and their walk-in freezers. And before I went to the front to go meet the, the chef, I was like, all right, I'm going to run to the bathroom real quick. I'll meet you out front, blah, blah, blah. And I guess Steve and Mike <laughs> didn't know that I was running to the bathroom. And I was within, you know, probably two feet of them. And the second they they knew that I wasn't there anymore, it was they, the way they spoke about me, like, they talked about my ass and what they would do to me and like all and I'm I'm dude
0: disgusted. it
1: it I've never felt so low in my life
0: but why do you like the fact that that made you feel low and right. not them for talking about it I in, that, know. in that derogatory and way exactly
1: and I felt, so, I felt so sick to my stomach I felt so violated like it, <sighs> I, and, and and here I was doing something for my job like I was doing something for my job and I felt like I was being just taken advantage of and harass like it was just so disgusting and i remember running to the bathroom and i was like hyperventilating i was like oh my god like i just heard like the most vulgar shit about me Mm -hmm. and here i am having to go work and and i remember in my head and this is how this is how fucked up i think women feel when they go through this situation in my head the first thing i said is gab you have to suck it up Mm -hmm. wipe your tears and go out and do the job. This is a really big story. You can't lose this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I did that, and called my best friend to calm me down. Instead of walking outside, speaking up for to my uh, speaking up for myself and telling the owner of the restaurant what I just heard. Because for some reason, in my mind, I kept saying, "This is this looks unprofessional. I'm gonna lose this. This is going to cost my career. Uh, they're not gonna believe me." Every everything That's that you so could awful. think of that was negative or that could be a, a negative outcome of this went through my head and it's so shitty because a lot of times people don't realize that when this happens to like w- women in women who have i mean you think about actors and actresses and and supermodels and all this like women who have fame even men even men who have fame and 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 the amount of pressure and eyes that they always have on them—it's like, well, that's why they don't tell. That's why when it happens to them, they don't feel like telling it, because it's like mm-hmm. I experienced that alone in the bathroom, and I told my one friend to calm me down. But like, if it happens to somebody in the public eye, it's like everybody knows well, about like, it. So I
0: think the I think a lot of issues around that is because somebody's reputation is at stake. Like, if you were to go, if if you were to go and say something. Uh, to the um, to the restaurant owner before completing your job you would and you wouldn't be known as the girl who did a great job you'd be known as the girl who 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 cried because who cried because they were talking about your ass yeah and it's like and i and it's disgusting that it's viewed that way yeah um the amount of stuff that happens especially in the workplace too because people feel indebted to their careers and they're like well i have to do this to prove myself right and when people have power and money over you it, it's oh whole, yeah it's a whole different yeah
1: level. and that's a, that's everywhere i mean you 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 look at i mean look at the the top story to stop top stories today i mean everybody knows about harvey weinstein now uh-huh. and not for what he did in the movie industry you think about jeffrey epstein even somebody like brock turner mm-hmm. like there's so many situations of just whether it was privilege or money that allowed people to get away with it. Mm-hmm. I know. It's crazy. I mean, things happen all the time. Cat calling. Women get stalked in a bar. I mean, I've had that happen to me. I- I've i been called a bitch because I didn't want to take a free drink from somebody.
0: Huh. I-, I-, I, got- I used to call that all the time. All the time. No, I don't. I- no, I'm okay. No, thank you. I, I have people comment on my... Appearance a lot, and when I say people, I mean like people in superior positions, like bosses, will text me that I've Ugh. had in previous experiences. Text me and say that my outfit is on point.
1: Oh, I think, I think one of the worst things is having, in a professional setting, somebody comment about what you're wearing. To, I mean, like, to, just don't.
0: I like I, because I don't think people realize like the degrees of sexual harassment. Most people just think it's one extreme or right. like, the other. Right. The sexual harassment isn't just getting getting forced into a sexual act sexual harassment is considered talking about sex in a professional setting like nobody should be asking sexualizing anything yeah exactly sexualizing nobody should be asking about your personal life or your relationship history or your sex or your sex history or Or how nice that skirt looks on you (laughs) at all at all oh my god i've had my ass slapped before uh-huh. uh-huh i when i was 16 working at a p pe- at the pizza store uh they commented on all my tits all the time because that's when i was also growing yeah. my boobs but they also went to a to the different level and took pictures of my hands
1: your hands
0: my hands why your hands i have i refuse to honestly ask. i don't even want to know i don't want to know Ew.
1: oh my god <laughs> i've been followed on the subway before that's scary talk I've about fear you want to you want to think about the ultimate fear for a woman is being alone and knowing that somebody is following you. Yeah, that's I, horrifying. Yep. Like to the point where I was like, I'm either going to take out the pepper spray I have in my bag or this small little hand knife.
0: I have to pay. I, I work two blocks away from my current job. And I most like most of the time, if someone can't walk me home, I have to pay ten dollars to go two blocks. So I'm not walking home at night oh my at, gosh. after midnight.
1: Yeah, I mean, y- uh, even even the preparation that we go through when it comes to everything that we do, like I do, you look do you look in the back of your car before you get in
0: all at night the all the time, time. Even, even in the day, yeah, even like, in the I day, don't care. even in the house
1: or the apartment that you own, you look in the shower all the time
0: oh oh my god all the time every time i, I check every closet when i come everything home under the bed the closet behind the door the cabinets everything I, I have my phone on the emergency call when i'm walking home like if, if i walk oh home that's if a I'm good alone, one or like i'm checking my apartment yeah. just to like have it ready um do you have an escape plan if somebody were to come into your apartment or do your, i have an escape plan well, i guess not, because you live with jeff
1: i do live with jeff
0: i think of what would happen to me all the time because i'm like most of the time i'm alone
1: yeah, What? Well, well, what's your what's your escape? Have you thought about it?
0: Well, I can't say it
1: all. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Well, that's a secret. Know. Everybody would know your <laughs> escape plan. <laughs> but, oh. that, but isn't that crazy that you think about one, though? Yeah. I think that's wild. Or, like, do you ever do it where you, um, I always do this where, like, before I go to bed, I know before I walked into the bedroom or I locked to the front door, but I'm gonna go back gonna and go check, back. and I'm gonna lock it and unlock it and lock it again to make sure I hear the click, just to reassure myself all the time
0: it's crazy have you ever um been dancing at a bar and just because you're dancing on the dance floor that means somebody that somebody can come up and grind you on you Uh
1: uh-huh at what point at what point (laughs) does someone think that that it's like we're doing like a mating ritual in the middle (laughs) of the dance floor
0: we're dancing so oh my god you're so
1: i think about that all the time now that like or I think about how often that has happened. Like you, like you go out and you dance with your girlfriends or you're hanging out and someone just slides right in between, just hands on the hips. And you're like, where the
0: f- you don't fuck do- did but like, you come from? It wasn't until recently where you st- like I started doing something about it. Cause I'm just like, this is get the hell off me. Yeah, no,
1: you're right. Because sometimes you're like, how can I be polite about this?
0: But it's like, but also it just, it's so normal.
1: Right. Or like when guys just can't take no for an answer
0: when, the, or, or, uh, random dick pics sent into Ew. my DMs oh, on god. Instagram or Snapchat, unsolicited, or or just like the 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 things that guys feel the need to say in reaction to certain pictures. Oh my god, I hate people. I feel like if I were to go on Facebook right now, I could just read, <laughs> just from people I'm not even friends with. That I have no, <laughs> Call I them have out. no idea. Call them out. <laughs> Do you have
1: any other examples of situations? I I've a I've
0: a. Uh, there's like, oh. so many. I should Gabby like my notes. Like, you, would you like to share a couple? Oh, I was just about to say something on uh, about the about a Facebook one. Actually, I was at a oh. re- wait, I was at a restaurant. Okay, wait, and, wait, how old Were you? Uh, twenty one. Okay, yeah, I was older because I I was having I was having a drink. Um, so I was at a restaurant with my friend in Fishtown and I knew of the owner. Okay, but like I never really talked to him. Like he just knew me through going out in the city, yeah. like just seeing me. He not only came out fifteen thousand times to stare at me when we were sitting outside. He messaged me on Facebook what? and said something. I'm like, do you message all of your all of your customers on Facebook? <gasps> what did you say? Back? Nothing. I blocked them. Exactly. Like, I, I, I just think that's because
1: you you call them out on their bullshit immediately. Yeah, I think that's extremely weird. Wait, hold on, Liz. Uh, when we were prepping for this episode, Liz said something that like sat with me. It was so smart. It was um. I say a lot of smart things. I know you do. I hate giving you compliments. Oh, that when Alyssa's in situations where she's uncomfortable, she wants to say as much as she can to make that other person feel uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, like that's one of the things that I started doing because... Right. I, so that's what
1: you did. You He made you uncomfortable and you yeah, gave so it right I s- back. I
0: say something like, I shouldn't be the one that feels uncomfortable right you now. You should. Yes. You should. So you kind of embarrass them, mm-hmm. call them out on their shit. There's a lot of situations that I didn't call um people out on which i wish i did but we can talk about that later in the episode but yeah i have had a scout out girls for guys
1: you had (laughs) a scout out girls for Mm -hmm. guys like what they were like bait (laughs) like
0: i i just had i was i just had to be the the girl catcher in professional settings
1: so like this is the reality of like what most women have to go through which is crazy Mm -hmm. it's upsetting it is, but I think you know another thing that um, that is so prominent today is is rape culture, and everything that goes around there. I know you have a couple of like stats on it. Yes, I do. She came prepared, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. She came
0: prepared. Okay, well this is the one that shocked me the most. I have a couple, but every seventy three seconds an American is being sexually assaulted.
1: So that averages out to seventy three seconds
0: around f- over four hundred thousand Americans per year, and then only inc- includes ages 12 and up oh so anybody under twelve oh and my that they're not even counted in that in that specific statistic oh my gosh. other statistics include <laughs> it's wild oh it was over 90 percent of women working in restaurants experience sexual assault can you attest to that yes i can <laughs> yes yes she can yes i can yes i find that yeah i think that's very believable only 1% of sexually harassed victims confront their harassers. That I also believe. Opt. Uh, yeah. yeah. Most people don't even say anything. Right.
1: Or most most people don't even think that it's that bad. I think sometimes when something happens to you, you're kind of just like, I'll get over it. Maybe I did something. You, you make up the stories in your head, which is crazy. 7 out of 10 people
0: say that their job is not taking sexual harassment seriously. 7 out of 10. Oh, my God. Includes guys. Mm-hmm. 12% of the sexual harassment that happens mm-hmm. happens on a weekly basis.
1: On a weekly basis? so con- con- It's continuous. continuous. Yep. Wow. Because when they do it once, they think they can get away with it again. Uh,
0: these statistics are making keep, me sick. Keep reading them. Uh, 60% of women and 32% of men say that sexual harassment in the workplace is a frequent occurrence in a legal profession. Interesting. Oh, cute. Seventy-seven percent of men say that they will most likely speak out if they see any mistreatment of women. I well, don't. Uh, I don't know if I, I believe that. I don't. I don't. I, that statistic. I'm reading that because I think that seven percent of yeah. Men. If somebody else is doing it, but it's not like what if they're the ones doing it? Yeah. Do you know I, what I mean? Yeah. I also may. I maybe. I don't know. And that that so um so it was after Alyssa Milano sparked up the Me Too movement right. that I guess the guys. Wanted to show their stance.
1: And their support. And their support yeah. in the Me Too movement. So, that so maybe that's where that number that's, spiked. Yeah. Hey, if that's it, then, you know, good for good for the men.
0: Out of all harassed individuals, 63% of women did not file complaint, while 79% of men kept the issue to themselves as well. <sighs> Which I can also see happening. Because yeah. guys, I feel like, would feel... I mean... That is, a sh- like, people feel shame across the board on that, but guys maybe a little bit in a different sense because they're already feeling pressure to not ever talk about any of their feelings. Oh yeah, for sure. So to get sexually harassed and the fact that they didn't do anything about it—that's like, yeah, a-, a different level of embarrassment for them. Well, also there's
1: something to there's something to talk about when it comes to the harasser always playing victim too. Uh, that's another thing uh-huh. because um, I don't know if any of you guys have 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 seen it, but um, that the new drama series called the morning show, it features Jennifer Aniston and Steve Carell. And they both play pretty much what would have been Katie Couric and Matt Laurel, La- Lauer, La- Lauer. <laughs> Um I, can't pro- I can never pl- pronounce his last name, but um, Matt, obviously, for those of you who know, has had a huge, you know, uh, sexual abuse scandal happen to him and it kind of unraveled and became this enormous thing. And, and it, it affected a lot of people um, professionally in really high places in the corporate world when it came to that um, industry. But also like a lot of young women that were just trying to start off their careers. But the series pretty much, um, pretty much embodies that story. And it's crazy because the character Steve Carell... For you for the for those of you who know Steve Crow, you watch and you're like, Oh that's Steve Crow, like we love him. He's like he's like the family man, he's the dad, like he's everyone's best friend. And then he plays this victim and you're watching it and you're like, Holy shit, this is crazy. But there are moments where you're watching it and how he talks about um like he'll talk about like the victims that he had relationships with and stuff like that. Like there's certain words as an abuser that an abuser will use to kind of like manipulate the situation and even like me catch like i was catching myself watching it and being like oh but like maybe he didn't i'm like no wait what no absolutely not like why am i thinking that way and it's crazy because they just abusers have such a way to make them victims and i sometimes it's like they they don't see it or they don't realize it or i don't know what it is but it's crazy
0: well in order i mean in in because a, perp, a perpetrator or predator a predator it, <laughs> <laughs> perp, a, perp, a, perp. a predator a <laughs> predator i was thinking of all the rest of you <laughs> uh, No, a predator in order to get trust of their prey though they have to be that captivating individual right they have to put and, their guard down uh, and that's where it's like it's we're like oh th- i mean a, a really nice person they wouldn't be able to do this to me so like you just like let your right. guard down it's like most people don't see predators as the the, the good-looking guy that everybody right. likes or or the female that is in the in the principal position right at the, at the best school in the state For sure. like most of the stories that we hear happening in the news with sexual harassment and like women accusing or anybody accusing of somebody i'm sorry that i'm only saying women but you know what <laughs> i mean um, it happens to,
1: to men as well that we when, do want to acknowledge that.
0: when people are combating or defending the the predator, accused predator yeah. they're like well, he does so much community service and he donates oh, this yeah. person. I'm like wait it's just because he donates and he's a he's a nice neighbor and he's a and he's a good cook <laughs> He cuts coach. his lawn every week. <laughs> he, he he takes out his trash when he's supposed to. He that goes means to he, Sunday service. That means he can't be a predator.
1: Uh have any of you guys ever read any famous serial killer story? Ever. The the literal when I say Ted Bundy when, Yeah. Was, People loved him. Yes even even after he killed people People women loved him him yeah but like that's the that's the it's like you said before they change who they are to let the the abused right the person that they're abusing put their guard down to like be able to to open up and like the tactic yeah yeah, and you're right it's like you 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 humanize them you're like oh this this person is has feelings and a heart and they're normal and blah 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 maybe they made a mistake and it's
0: and I think that could also even be like a little bit of a survival tactic because right. if you start to see that anybody is capable of anything, that paranoia can that can drive you crazy because like yeah. you realize that if this priest can wind up abusing hundreds of of of, of little boys, your children, like, what can what can the guy next door do to me? Right, and do and like what it, like everybody? Oh, it's, yeah, and it happens it's, so it's scary. It, hap-
1: it happens so often now. I feel I feel like it's like everywhere. There's always a
0: situation where. You have to protect yourself. It was always happening. It just wasn't talked about. Right. Like there's so like no, all you're, these stories no, you're right, have been happening right. forever, and the fact that now they're just getting the highlights people are like, how could this be happening? It it was never not happening. Now, right. Because now people have the voice, and people can't get away with ignoring it. Like um, the the Penn State uh, Penn State, who was that guy? The the football coach.
1: Oh, um,
0: Joe Paterno. Yes. He Pe- knew. He knew what was going people on. Still, don't even believe that that was people true. People still worship him, cause they defend him. Right. Because if they start, if they have to admit, then they have to be like, I covered up uh, right. for a rapist. But also, it's a, it's a child
1: rapist. rapist. But it's also fantasizing the, the idea of what Penn State means. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like Penn State. It's its, it's own mini like Disney World it's to people that go there. So it's like, how can you? How can you turn something so positive? into something so horrible but it's like that's the reality it's a
0: higher degree it's a, it's a more extreme degree than the example you gave of when you were in the bathroom and you heard those, those people g- talk yeah. about you because you're like well this isn't like i need to do this job like this is right uh, like this is like my yeah. career right now whereas like people that have put 50 years into penn state school they're like this is my i can't life. let it go i think yeah. like, this can't this can't, it can't be true right it's, oh man it's,
1: it's yeah and listen, like we said before, it's it's any type of abuse, great or small, um, and I think that kind of brings us into, you know, addressing it in a way where, I guess, I guess it's kind of like going back to like what can you do, right? Mm-hmm. It's like this happens so often now, and I think, I think it's amazing that it's being so normalized, right? The idea of talking about that, you know, the the statistics that you read—they're so high. It's so apparent, but like also what can happen and what can people do to make themselves more aware or have the courage to speak up? And I think even, you know, when we were talking it throughout to ourselves, (laughs) Alyssa and I were giving each other examples. We're like, oh, yeah, no, I experienced that, too. Oh, my God, you had that like that happened to me, too. And it's like, why don't not just women, but why don't people talk about it more? Because it happens to everyone where you can like relate more. But also it's like, it's, it's one, it's some of the most embarrassing
0: things. Like you never want to admit that
1: like somebody did that to you or made you feel that small.
0: I I know. Cause like I, I mean, there's a lot of stories from like when I was just younger and just, just getting into drinking and just put myself in like super dangerous, stupid situations. But I, I realized like I, at that 15-year-old me isn't the 26-year-old me. Like, I don't have the confidence to stick up for myself in those kind of situations right. that I was or in. Right, where now you know you do. Where now, and like... So I think you have to hit a certain point where you're like comfortable with addressing right. it. You also have to be, I think you have to be comfortable with your body and your sexuality and you yeah. have to have like a healthy relationship with yourself to that degree. Right. So, cause you, cause you, need a backbone for it. Cause like if people like, cause like once you start accusing somebody, they're, they're going to play D one defense against yeah. themselves. Like you don't know what you're talking about. You're crazy. That didn't happen. it's like, right. I, I'm not crazy like this. It did happen. And I think the more you talk about it, like I, to, to be fair, I, I genuinely do think this is becoming more normalized. I don't right. after so there wasn't statistics that I could find on since two thousand eighteen. So the t- statistics that I'm reading are from a, like a couple past years. I would be curious to see if the numbers have went down at all because I do think that the DNA forensics that it, are available to now, the technology, the the amount of like access at everybody's disposal of of like you can't walk down the street without you being recorded in some angle without even like. It yeah i happen. mean you yeah can't every a- you can't get away. every with storefront has
1: at least four or five security cameras and every residential home has a ring or some type of security something. system and, and you I know and now- it, it's so
0: true like you can't get away with a lot now and now it's like more like as as women I think are getting more aware of like yeah. what can and can happen. I and I think that is extremely important for me personally. Growing up and like experiencing more and learning that I it wasn't my fault and that right. I wasn't crazy and that I wasn't to blame. Right. Like for me, like the when we were talking about rape culture, like the way that women dress, they're like oh if they were asking for it. I know specifically just as who I am as a person. I dress how whatever makes me feel hot and sexy and good. That could be a a, a turtleneck bodysuit or it could be a crop top with a really short mini skirt. Exactly. That is like if that's how I feel like wearing it, I'm wearing that right. for me and it's not for anybody to to access like to have access to me right. because of me wearing it. Like an an invitation to something is an invitation is given by an invitation. You're invited because you were given an invitation. Right invitation shouldn't come from insinuations like you should not you shouldn't see a short skirt be like that girl's asking for it because her skirt is super short like right. that means that I means get she's in easy <laughs> like, what like no fuck? like who do you think you I are on what planet like yeah like it. not for nothing also uh that the rape is not even considered like a legal act in most third world countries that's ugh. horrible
1: <sighs> Yeah, if that didn't send a chill down your spine, I don't know what will.
0: This is really uncomfortable talking about.
1: It it's a hard it's a hard ass subject. Like it I really know. really is. It's like I don't know. Like like we said, we had to put a disclaimer in the beginning for a reason and and we're going to have some topics that are going to be fun and things that are relatable and then we are going to have topics that like we said are going to make us uncomfortable. Like what but also
0: need to be talked about. And I think one of the reasons why I'm okay with talking about something that's uncomfortable is like Like what personally changed for me is, I realized that I'm not the only one. That you're not alone. Um, I realized that if I spoke up about something, that I could possibly stop it for somebody after me, or I could change it for the person also experiencing with me in the same situation. I whether it was a small degree of it or a really large degree of it, you never know. I also have a younger sister, and it's like when I, because like I said, I I did some. I was in some young dumb shitty shit. scary situations right. being a, a, a kid drinking alcohol yeah. in at 15 16 years old so I can't even imagine my sister in today's world because I'm just like who's who's supposed to protect her and it's like if nobody's right. talking about it then nobody's talking about it exactly and I uh, there's just there there's so much you spe- I wish yeah. I, could, I you could go back and do right and speak up but I mean it's it's no it's recognizing that now
1: right and I think there are certain things that we can talk about that you can do today to help you in these situations and definitely help others whether it's you know going out with you and your girlfriends or your friends and hanging out or something that happens to you in the workplace i think there's always options where you can find yourself um, improving the situation and helping yourself out while helping others Um, you know one of them for sure is if it does happen to you in the workplace you got to talk to HR and you got to do it ASAP. Don't sit on it. Don't wait on it. Don't think about it too much. Don't tell yourself it's a bad idea. The thing is, if you know it's a gut feeling and you feel it in your stomach, it's probably bad. Yeah. And it probably shouldn't have happened. And that probably shouldn't have been done to you or said to you. So talk to HR.
0: And I know like history, history has shown that they're not always the kindest to victims or to people that are making claims about something that has happened. Yeah. And it's not easy whatsoever to like you can barely talk yourself through it, let alone yeah. talking about it with somebody else who, like, right. is like looking at you, like, that their job is to judge you and to discredit you, basically. Right. But like, I think the more that you know your rights, yeah, and that like, you, if you have confidence behind that, you be like, okay. I'm not asking you to believe me. I'm asking right. you to fucking document this. Right. So it's on record that this is my fucking right. And this happened to exactly. me for when this comes back around. Yeah.
1: You make a really good point. That was, that's really, really smart. Educate yourself on what your right is. That's mm-hmm. really important. That was it.
0: That was huge for me being younger and around a lot of people with status and, and yeah. money and leverage basically, because I didn't know the rights I had and I didn't know right. the power behind my voice. Absolutely.
1: Another one is speak up um i use this example all the time if you're in an airport and everybody has traveled if you see a weird looking bag all by its lonesome in a terminal you're gonna say something but
0: why so why is that why is why was that started
1: so that was started because of all the all the terrorists right all the terrorist attacks that, they that happened i mean and they had to do something so then it's now embedded in your in your mind that if you see a, a suspicious item all by itself like that that's what it could be. So then you say something, right? And you say something because you're like, oh my God, what if it is something bad? What if it is um, some type of device or bomb or whatever? And it's going to save other lives. It's the same thing. You're going to speak up to save potentially other lives,
0: right? Like or if, other you, people you, that if are you're a logical person, you're, you're looking at like stats and numbers, that rule is in place in the airports because of past situations that have already happened. Like, right. like you've lived it They're They've happened 400,000 victims get sexually assaulted per year. It's happening. Year. It's, it's happening literally every, 70 every 73 seconds. seconds. So the fact that like it's not more prominent for people to speak up if they see it, it happening to somebody else is it, wild. Is. So definitely speak up.
1: Another thing is keep your receipts, people. Oh. If somebody is sending you something, <laughs> whether it is a text message, a voicemail, something that is something that you did not ask for, Keep that receipt and
0: use it as evidence. Be the queen of receipts. I I keep everything. Yeah. If
1: if there's anything I've learned through of learned throughout me and Alyssa's friendship is that she keeps literally every receipt ever, and she just keeps them. (laughs) She just she's she has things from like two years ago from past jobs from when she was in high school from. From when her
0: previous relationship, previously,
1: it, it it it's never ending, but it's also smart. So keep your receipts, people. It'll come in handy. It's it's a
0: paranoia. I mean, like it's like it's being in situations before where receipts could have helped me and could have changed situations. But I also
1: think it it helps with like, like your. It's not healthy to be that paranoid. No, but. but I I think it helps with like, be like I think the idea of like, am I crazy? Yeah right like like you, when you
0: talk about it you're just like and then people you see did the look this really happen you, did i
1: think about this the wrong way did i over over dramatize the situation and then when you have these receipts or evidence you're like no no no, i was in the right yeah
0: like i felt a certain way because my gut told me this wasn't right and sometimes you see like if you if when you do speak about it like be prepared for people's reactions to it because like when you're talking about even if it's in like the safe zone yeah. like, with your friends like y- like you see the look on your face so, like they're like there's no way that happened you're like yeah it did yeah it did
1: yeah it did Look at my receipt. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's pretty much our episode for today. Obviously, like we said before, it wasn't a uh, uplifting topic, but we do think it is an important topic, and it's probably something that we will talk about again. Um, I think, like Alyssa said, it's becoming more normalized. The idea of, you know, the Me Too movement, sexual abuse, sexual assault, um... You know, all these scenarios that not just not just women need to be aware of, but also men, whether whether it's transgender. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Already
0: at a disadvantage. Right. Like it's because of society. And it
1: happens, like Alyssa said, every single day. Um, So this was more of an informative uh, episode and obviously like we said it's something that has to be talked about um and it is important to us and it's something that we strongly believe in um that needs to be voiced more often so what we are bringing to the table this week is a bunch of resources so we have um a list of hotlines that we'll end up uh posting on our social media some volunteer sites that are really great um you had one what was it women against rape mm-hmm.
0: it's called war oh war okay yeah. you just have to apply to The program, and they because like you have to go through a whole training process because you wind up being the hotline person that speaks to women who've gone through rape situations. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. So, yeah, we have
1: that. We have a stalking resource center. That um, website is really, really great. It teaches you kind of educates you on signs and situations that you should be aware of that you don't even think of. It provides you know certain whether it's uh, tools or accessories or anything that you can is like a grab and go that you can whether it's put on your keys in your car all those types of things that I think anybody needs when it comes to um whether it's traveling alone going out at night um we also have the human trafficking resource center and the 24-hour women crisis um hotline so we are going to link all of those websites and those hotlines and all those resources it is really really smart to educate yourself and just be aware that this is um is happening
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're aware of it and then we're bringing it to the table. Obviously, there's there's so much more that we could have talked about and there's so many more statistics and we're not that like we're not heavily educated on. It. We don't know everything that's happening to everybody. Right. We're just making it like aware we to want some degree. To, yeah.
1: And we want to address it and we
0: know it's going to be another topic. Yeah, like like this, this is, it'll start a topic down the line. Like for this is sure. our initial baseline. And if you like this ep- yeah,
1: and if you like this episode and there's other portions of this topic that you would like us to talk about or research a little bit more, please let us know. Mm -hmm. You know, we we love education.
0: We love education. We love it.
1: Um, So definitely let us know. And we really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And we are recording this the week before Thanksgiving. Um, We hope everybody has a happy holiday. Be safe. Wear your mask. (laughs) 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 Like, just remember that we're still in a pandemic. Um, And stay hydrated. And be thankful.
0: Be thankful. Oh, I'm thankful (laughs) for you. (laughs) Stay hydrated, be thankful, masturbate, and eat carbs. And wear a mask. And wear a mask. Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Bye. Bye.